Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back. Welcome back to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim, I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Vitagliano and now Steve Jordahl joins us. Good morning. Morning, Steve. Fellas, uh, I, I don't think what I'm about to say is a coincidence. <laughs> I'm a consumer of popcorn. Yes. Prolific. Probably one yes, of the prolific. prolific. You, you notice? <laughs> so we got a popcorn machine out here. And it's, the popcorn is free. It's and free it and it's good. fresh and it's good. It, Am I right, Steve? It is very good. I had a bag this morning. Oh, well, you beat me. I think he's got a quarter of a bag right here. Anyway, I don't think it's any coincidence that I've had COVID twice without symptoms. Oh, and I think there's a direct correlation between that and the consumption of popcorn, fresh popcorn, four or five days a week. Now I can't prove that. I don't know exactly how I would go about proving that, Ed, but but that that's my reality. Well, let me let me tell you why I think you may be onto something. All right, because we the oil that we use to make the popcorn is infused with ivermectin. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever told me that. Yeah. So I'm thinking that might have something to do with it. And and the, then there's the hydro, hydroxychloroquine shaking the, the salt salt that you can put on it. So you know what? I, I'm not <laughs> saying it's one leads to the other, but you draw your own conclusions. Had we not already been banned from yesterday's show on YouTube, <laughs> that would have done it. Our medical misinformation right there. We've, we've been caught we've by pegged out by the summer intern at YouTube who's, who's assigned to listen to this show. She said, "What is she going to do today?" The summer intern who got us banned yesterday at YouTube. She had to move on to another show. Or does she keep listening? Or does she keep listening? Fascinated. Uh, she's fascinated by right. the new truth that she's right. hearing. Right. I got a friend who was banned from YouTube for sharing his experience of having COVID. Really? Yeah. His own personal experience. He had COVID. This is what it felt like. This is what he took. This is what he did. Gone. Misinformation. No, you didn't do that. It's did you? Uh, did you? Uh, Allison, my wife, she had uh, COVID twice. She had n- not very serious, but she did lose her her, her smell and her uh, taste. Yeah, for like a month or so. So uh, my wife did too. You did. She. Yeah. I did not. And we had di- completely different symptoms. I had high fever. My wife did not. She lost her sense of taste and smell, and it took a while for her to get that sense of taste back. <laughs> we would say, I'd say, hey, what do you want for dinner? I really don't care. All taste, <laughs> why do I care? It, doesn't, it all tastes like car- cardboard to me <laughs> or no taste at all. Oh, quite frankly. man. Huh? That would be, I don't know, that would be terrible. I didn't have that happen to me. I would lose your sense of smell. She couldn't even smell gasoline. Ooh. Are you kind of serious? Oh, yeah. It was gone for like a few weeks. Yeah, now uh, gasoline, you lose, you can't smell gasoline. You got some. That's what I'm saying. Issue. Yeah. It, no, it was, it was gone. Wow. Not to alarm anybody, but you know the sense of smell is processed in the brain. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. it is. But I'm so, not, why are you alarmed? COVID is affecting our brains. Oh. <laughs> well. Not if you have the vaccine, Steve. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Good night. Quit giving medical misinformation. I'm so sorry. Huh? We're going to be banned. Have you been? We're going to be banned at the gas station I know. if we continue this up. Uh, we're going to get banned by FR. 
Yeah, we keep on with it. Huh? We're banning ourselves. We're so we're so medically misinformed. We're banning ourselves. We're putting ourselves okay. in timeout. Now I did weeks. caveat what I said. Can you caveat? Is that a verb? It can is. you make it a verb? No, you can't. I don't think so. You can't at all. Not the caveat. You just didn't. It made sense. So go for okay. it. Okay, uh, by saying that I can't prove that consumption of of popcorn is associated with uh, less symptoms. Yeah. When you get COVID. You did. Didn't I say that? You sure did. I said I don't personally feel like it's a coincidence. Yes. <laughs> but I can't prove it. It's but. your truth. All right, Steve, go. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> We've been hearing uh, talk about the uh, government wanting to ban guns coming to get your guns. It's kind of starting to happen. This is a story from Delaware where ATF, uh, the uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, shows up at a, a gentleman's house. He did not want to give his name for the story, but he has purchased several guns in the last month. Apparently, there's a rule that says if you purchase more than one or more than two guns, the ATF can come and ask you to show the guns. They want to make sure these are not straw purchases. A straw purchase is where you buy a gun legally and then you give it to someone who is not qualified or does not uh, cannot possess a gun, and that's a felony. So this guy had three or four guns that he'd bought in the last couple of months, and ATF comes knocking at his door. I want you to hear a little bit of the exchange between ATF and this guy, and uh, then we'll we'll uh, talk about what happened. This is nine. Cut nine. If you can unload them and bring them out, or you can go out to your foyer here, check them out by number, serial number, and we're out of here. So, so the idea is when you purchase more than two guns at a time, it generates a, a multiple sale report. And he comes to us and we have to check them out. Okay. That's, that's all that is. He did nothing wrong. Did absolutely zero. Uh, I noticed that you were stopped in Philly, though, right, with one of your guns? <laughs> he, they did not have a warrant. He found out about them because his ring doorbell picked up intruders, and he let that record, let that go on record. That's how he got this audio. They did not have an eight. They did not have a uh, um, a warrant. A warrant. He went and he got the guns, showed it to them, and then they left. I, I get. Where, where did you find out this story from? Well, this is uh, right now. There's a. There's a uh, website called thetruthaboutguns.com, and it uh, showed up on my uh, Twitter feed, I believe. The, the okay, first. so did the, again, Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, yep. ATF, did these agents, rep, ADF representatives, mm -hmm. tell this gentleman what would happen if he refused? Did they say? They'd go back and get a warrant. They would go back and get a warrant. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you... Uh, this this bothers me. Okay, now he, now here's the problem I have. I, I I don't mind discussions. I've said this a bunch. I don't mind discussions with people about what's the best way and safest way to maintain the Second Amendment. You know, without losing our rights. Okay, I understand the logic behind what the ATF has done. However, they are going to someone's house and telling them. I'm telling you, Steve. I'm yeah. the ATF guy, and right. I'm telling you. We want you to prove you haven't committed a crime. Right. Okay. Well, how do you get a warrant for that? A warrant is upon the suspicion of a crime being committed. It is to help investigators investigate the possibility of a crime committing committed with a reasonable understanding that a crime has been committed. Right. How do you get a warrant to search someone's house when they, when there is no indication that a crime has been committed, this is 
This is what bothers me about I this. I don't know the answer. I don't know if you if you got a friendly judge or whatever. There were two ATF a- agents and a Delaware State Trooper that were there, and the ATF agents told the guy that they were assigned to a task force investigating straw purchases. So it's it's a it's a official. which is illegal. A which, straw, purchase straw purchase is illegal. Is illegal. It's a felony. Yes. So, but but uh, now, I've heard of of. You know, the cops sometimes have to go knock on a door at midnight of a judge, and they have to get a warrant because it's something that have to they got to knock and get a gun right now. And the judge will sign off on the warrant. And some judges kind of trust the cops more, or some judges yeah. a little more. Skeptical. I don't like this, and I think I generally would want to cooperate with law enforcement. I mean, that's just I I, I do generally give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I might under those conditions. Uh, I might say, okay, I understand, but I'm thinking now that I, I wouldn't. I would say, you're going to have to go get a warrant. Uh, I don't mean anything to you personally, agents, okay, right. but you're going to have to get a warrant because you can't just come and demand without any suspicion of a crime being committed. It's not illegal in this country to buy more than two guns. No. That's what I'm saying. Right. And apparently this task force is treating law-abiding citizens as if they may potentially have committed a crime by doing something that's not illegal yeah i don't i don't like this at all follow up on that see if there's any more to that story for for future programs all right i I will all right next story all right uh well if we weren't banned before uh we might be banned after this uh a study out of cornell university that was published in the um new england journal of medicine finds that it, natural immunity is is better by itself than vaccines by themselves. You're talking about with COVID? With COVID. I'm sorry. Yes, with COVID. So what they found was... Cornell? Cornell. Isn't that an Ivy League school? Uh, yes. Yeah, I believe it is. Big Red. This is a case study that it was from Qatar, but they it involved millions of people. It had 1.3 million people who received at least two doses of the Pfizer vaccine, 800, 900,000 people who received at least two doses of Moderna. The, the, the news is any form of previous immunity, whether induced by a previous infection or vaccination, is associated with a strong, durable protection against COVID-19. Durable, meaning you shouldn't have to take more, more shots. Right. Um, but uh, Natural but, immunity is when know, you've had... I know I'm being elementary here, but just for the benefit of... Those maybe who don't know the definition means what, Steve? Means that you've had the disease, the the virus, and your body has started producing antibodies that will help fight it off. Because because uh, you, your body will recognize right. the virus next time right. it enters. They found, but but vaccines alone, they say. Um, study found that two doses of vaccine offered negligible protection against Omicron, a key finding was that the history of vaccination with the standard two doses of either Pfizer or Moderna, but no history of prior infection brought no significant protection against Omicron infection. Now, Omicron was the more lethal variety, right? No, that was... It was the third one. It was the third third version. It it was the one where it started getting less viral, more viral, but less There was the COVID-19 classic. (laughs) <laughs> right classic and then, and then, there, was, then there was a new coke which De- was delta. delta okay and then there was and then the omicron yeah all right right and then did we quit naming them after that 
I don't think no, they give them numbers. There's like a BA four and BA five, and they're just uh, they're now numbers. So that's that's interesting. And and we have been saying all along that as the as we get to like two years, three years, five years after this, mm-hmm. I, my my belief was we probably all had this uh, that as as people were allowed as met people in the medical field were allowed to study the issue, they were going to find out more like this yeah. Cornell study. But see, natural immunity, that's, uh, I didn't go to medical school, but that's, that's, that's medical science 101. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Natural immunity to fight off viruses is what doctors used to talk about all the time as being a big deal, let right? Me, let- but, but, but what happened? Hold your thought here. But what happened was when COVID nineteen came along, and uh, the the ever uh, they wanted to force the vaccine, the experimental vaccine shots on everybody. The the people who would normally say uh, good things, positive things about natural immunity, Steve and Ed, they clammed up. And in fact, you remember the famous or infamous interview with Dr. Fauci. And he was talking to somebody uh, on CNN or somewhere. And this is about two year, a year and a half ago. And they asked him, well, what, what sir, <clears throat> do you say about natural immunity? With, I remember this. With COVID. And he says, uh, I don't know. We're taking a look at that. We'll get back to you. Yeah. If I unfair? That's no, that's, uh, that, that, that's okay. putting in our own words. That's what he said. Okay. And I said at the time, asking a uh, virologist, isn't that what his profession is? He's epidemiologist. Yeah. Okay, which is different than a virologist. I, th- I think. They're similar, right? Well, a virologist probably just studies viruses. Otherwise be- known as a smart science dude. Yes. Okay. He, he, he should have, uh, he, he was being coy right there, all right, which was the problem with the whole response from, the CDC type folks, and that is, uh, they should have said yes. Natural immunity is a big deal and is very effective in fighting viruses, and we've known that. So this would be like asking a mathematician uh, on national television: Is two plus two four, sir? And him going, I don't know. I, we're going to study that more and get back to you. I don't have a degree in math. So, <laughs> I, so I, listen, uh, getting a little bit of field here, but. The, the point is, this is a Cornell yes. University study done in the country of Qatar, 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 Qatar. which is in the Middle East. Yeah. And, but they found that natural, uh, the bottom line of that study, which involved thousands of people, is that millions, millions of people. No, millions of people is that what natural immunity and the vaccines were equivalent? The best protection you can have is natural immunity and vaccines. The second best is natural immunity, which actually lasts a little longer than the vaccine. Vaccines by themselves, not so good. That's that's stunning. And I got to tell you, more and more, I wonder this all in. I, I don't want to, hey. you know, st- stay here on this on this subject because we have covered it so much. But I wonder if the governments, uh, the U.S. government, and including the CDC, if their commitment to vaccine only basically as the approach has something to do with the fact that they told these pharmaceutical companies get these vaccines we'll cover you 
by making sure everyone takes them so you can get your money back. And a lot of people made a lot of money off of them, too. Uh, uh, you know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with making money. Right. Hey, pharmaceutical companies, they need, they, they're in for profits, too. I'm yeah. not saying that's it, uh, something wrong with that, necessarily. But you do have to factor in people's motivations for doing certain things that maybe otherwise seem abnormal when they're when the, behind the scenes there's a lot of money being uh otherwise why would anthony fauci answer that question that way about natural immunity why why would he answer that question that way why wouldn't he say of course our expectation is if you've had the disease you're going to be protected we do recommend that you get a vaccine on top of that because nothing, we suspect that that might help you there's the nothing two wrong of them with together. That. That's an that's an honest that's an honest answer. But to to not want to talk about natural immunity, I, I okay, I'm going to give my opinion on that. He and others who would otherwise say of course natural immunity is significant in fighting against viruses. We've known that forever. He wouldn't he would say he would say that. You know, he he should have just said that, and then say if you want to say and go ahead and get the vaccination, yeah, shots. Go ahead and say that too. But uh, but he, anyway, I, I I just think a lot of them were saying if we say natural immunity, then we're not then people aren't going to get the vaccine shots. They're going to take their chances. That that that's what I think was going through their heads, which is, well, say it, just say, say it, say it, or otherwise it, it it leads people to to not trust them, right. Okay, go ahead, Steve. Next story. All right. Uh, President Biden still suffering at the polls. Latest Quinnipiac polls, the average that I uh, added up, his RCP average is at about 36% pr- approval, somewhere in the 60s of disapproval. That's real clear politics average? Yes. Which real clear. Is kind of the and goal. That's the lowest for any president at this stage. I believe it is. But listen to this. Among Hispanics, he is polling at 90 18% approval, 70% disapproval. We talk about that's the Hispanic strange. community that's... Well, Jill Biden didn't help. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You send the first the lady out to Texas and she's calling Hispanics breakfast tacos. <laughs> and she gets home. I wonder how that conversation went when she got back to the White House. Uh, you know, who's blaming who for being under 20% approval by right. Hispanics? You know. I continue to say, you want to see the borders closed? Convince Democrats that the Hispanics are going to vote Republican. And yes. they'll have that wall up so quick your head will spin. <laughs> if they, no, that's, so we, we've been joking about that for, for, for years. Yeah. That if Hispanics ever started voting long-term Republican, they'll be shipping them back. I don't know about the long-term, the but they're starting to vote Republican. I talked to, uh, I said this before, but I talked to Sammy Rodriguez, who's the head of the National Association of Hispanic Evangelicals. And he said most Hispanics are already Republicans. They just don't know it based on their, their social values. So that that's a very reputable polling uh, service. The Qu- yeah. Quinni- Quinnipiac. <laughs> they, so they found that, He's 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 under twenty percent approval by Hispanics. He is under twenty percent approval. Nineteen percent approval. Yeah. Well, okay then. Well, hey, listen, he'd be under he'd be <clears throat> vastly underwater with Italians too if Jill Biden had called us a bunch of meatballs. <laughs> right. Those Italians that, that's hard, as, that, that diverse would, as meatballs. That, that, I came <laughs> in yesterday with a whole list of different uh different uh right. food groups that he <laughs> right. 
I do, I still want to know the backstory to what 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 a person approved that speech by Joe Biden and and she could read that prior to giving it and not go. You know, we might want to take calling on breakfast tacos out of the <laughs> out of this speech. Does it? Huh? I think they probably thought, no, this is funny. This will be humorous. Right. Right. All okay, the, all the Hispanic people will laugh. Right. Right. At being compared <laughs> to tacos. Breakfast tacos, too. Yeah. As unique as. Didn't you say as unique yes, as? Yes, you're as unique as breakfast tacos. <laughs> I'm just saying. You Italians, you're as unique as meatballs <laughs> and Italian sausage. And you're as unique as Are you sure that pizza. wouldn't attract some voters so there's some uh, Italian voters? Um, <laughs> I don't know. What else you got, Steve? All right. Um, the, the Biden's unpopularity is now starting to metastasize it's even hit late night i want you to hear jimmy fallon how he talked about his show now this is setting up i'll set this up he starts out by talking about biden's fist bump tour remember how he was going not going to shake hands with salman bin uh saudi the saudi crown prince the crown prince mohammed bin salman anyway um so he was going to fist bump him well, listen to what Jimmy Fallon had to say about that. Cut 10. Biden said that wasn't a fist bump. That was me trying to punch him as hard as I could. Hadouken! <laughs> Not a great look. It's like uh, greeting Putin with a chest bump and a bro hug. My man, what are you doing? <laughs> Meanwhile, I read that Dr. Fauci said that he plans to retire by the end of President Biden's term. And then everyone turned to Biden like, is there anything you'd like to announce, too? <laughs> Of course, once he's gone, Fauci will be replaced by a new, slightly weaker variant. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised that got that got airtime because uh, late night comics have become uh, far left. Thirty six percent. You're losing America. You're losing the late night comics. That was funny, and that was you know that was that was funny stuff. Right. That's there. fair. Fair play. I mean, that's how Jay Leno used to do, and even Johnny Carson, although he shied away from. He wouldn't get mean spirited about that. Right. And that, that wasn't, and that wasn't no, that wasn't right there. Um, to, to me, if if a late night comics have been doing that to Trump and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer at the same time, they wouldn't have gotten any blowback. No, no, good natured ribbing. Yes, and making fun of 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 mistakes that presidents make. That like, that's as American as apple pie. Oh, remember right? Chevy Chase doing yeah. the Gerald Ford stumble? Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, making fun of politicians is mm. as uh, it's as American as breakfast tacos. <laughs> that's true. Okay, yeah, so that, I'm just I think that's uh, <laughs> you're going to cause our Hispanic listenership to drop below no certain percentage. Well, listen, those, I love Hispanics. Those, they are for the most part coming from a Christian worldview, and yeah. as long as they come here legally, they are a benefit oh, to our country. I'm just talking about you just called them breakfast tacos. I didn't. You didn't? I was talking about all Americans. Are, we're all breakfast tacos That's in right. our own way? That's right. It's as American as... Headline... Was that, was that Ray Stevens? <laughs> what? Yes. Everybody's tacos in their own, in way. Their own way. <laughs> I think that was Ray Stevens. Hey, by the way, the uh, headline at the Babylon Bee... Biden contracts COVID just one day after miraculously recovering from cancer. <laughs> yeah, we covered that first <laughs> yeah, first hour. That's uh, Babylon B. Yes. They're comic geniuses, I'll tell you Yes, what. they are. Uh-huh. <laughs> one day after recovering from cancer. <laughs> Which, folks, if you're just uh, tuning man. in, yeah. he said he has cancer. 
and a speech in Massachusetts yesterday. But what he, he meant was he had uh, skin cancer decades ago. We caused, think, we caused, think. caused by uh, an oil refinery. We think that's what he meant. Not sure. <clears throat> that guy. Yeah, somebody's going to check with Corn Pop <laughs> just to verify that story. Uh, Corn Pop. That was one of the world's great nicknames. We'll uh, see you tomorrow, Trivia Friday tomorrow. Take care.